0: Welcome to the Let the Truth Be Told podcast with me, Apostle Jennifer Abigail Lawson Wallace. I'm the co-founder of Cedars House Christian International, a ministry dedicated to raising believers in Christ. I'm also the founder and international president of Women in Tune, a global army of women faithfully worshiping and serving Jesus Christ. My passion is to teach, train, and disciple men women, their youth, and leaders to get more intimate with the Lord and serve Him. The aim of this podcast is to bring the truth of God's Word to the body of Christ. Therefore, you can expect in-depth teachings for those who are young in their faith, as well as those who are serious with their Christian walk and want to grow. Be ready to be strengthened, equipped, and empowered in your daily walk with the Lord as you listen to the Let the Truth Be Told podcast. We are a royal priesthood and a holy nation. We concluded the last episode of our teaching on Walk About Zion by discussing the first role of the priesthood. The second role of the priesthood is to mediate between God and the people, to be the mediator between God and the people. Hallelujah. Let's turn to Hebrews chapter 5 verses 1 to 4. It says, every high priest taking from among men is appointed for men in things pertaining to God, that he may offer both gifts and sacrifices for sins. He can have compassion on those who are ignorant and going astray, since he himself is also subject to weakness. Because of this, He is required, as for the people, so also for himself, to offer sacrifices for sins. No man takes this honor to himself, but he who is called by God, just as Aaron was. Hallelujah. It just means that the high priest and the priest generally had to feel or go through what the people went through to be able to stand between the people and God, to be able to stand before God on behalf of the people. Hallelujah. The people consulted with the priests to know the mind and will of God. And the priests consulted with God on behalf of the people and to determine his will for them. They offered daily sacrifices and prayer to God on behalf of the people. They led the people in worshiping God in the appropriate manner and way. They acted as judges and settled disputes among the people. In this regard, the priest acted on behalf of the people where the things of God are concerned. Now, some of you might think, okay, that's what my pastor is for. But remember, we've agreed and established that it's not only the pastors, it's not only the fivefold ministry who are called to be priests. Every believer is a priest. Therefore, every believer must be standing in the gap between the people out there, between the church and the people out there, before God. Hallelujah. The priests were the point of contact between God and the people. Anytime the priesthood broke down and failed, the people went astray and disobeyed God's laws. And it's the same with us. Hallelujah. We... As new covenant priests must fulfill the mediatory role between God and the people, especially the unbelievers around us, especially our governments, especially our nations. We are to be the link between God and our families, our communities, society, and our nations. We already have access to God. It's not just a few select special people. Every believer has. Access to God, like we read in Hebrews 4. Hallelujah. And because we have that access to God, we can petition God. Actually, our position is even higher than the the, uh, Levitical priesthood. Because the Bible says that we are seated together with Christ in God. We are seated in the heavenly places, far above principality and powers. So our access to God... Is even of a different kind we are not on the earth trying to reach out to God but in Christ we have been raised up we have the mind of Christ and we must take on the responsibility of being the link between the people around us and God we need to pray pray for your neighbors pray for your street pray for your children's school you're seeing unrighteousness there pray you're seeing evil pray. You are the link. Hallelujah. We are the link. First Timothy chapter 2 verses 1 to 4. It says, first of all, then, I urge that supplication, prayers, intercession, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly, and dignified in every way. This is good, and it is pleasing in the sight of our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth, That's the New Living Translation. God desires all people to be saved. Jesus Christ wants all people to be saved. Jesus Christ wants the kingdom of God to come in the midst of all people, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. And he has made us a priesthood that we will stand in the gap between the people and God. Hallelujah. This is the essence of the priesthood, that as we minister to God, we will minister to the people. We will be the link between God and the people. The vertical becomes the horizontal. Hallelujah. And since all believers are priests, All believers are expected to be intercessors. Don't tell me you are not an intercessor or not called to intercede. No, you are called to intercede because you are part of the priesthood. We are to pray for our nations, our communities, to ensure that there is peace, holiness, and godliness around us. We are to pray for the unsaved to come to the knowledge of God. You can keep a list of people you are praying for. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you Who do I pray for? But whatever you do, we need to make a conscious effort to talk to heaven, to be the link, hallelujah, between our environment and God because we are priests of the living God. In Isaiah 62, it says from verses 6 to 7, it says, I have set watchmen on your walls, O Jerusalem. They shall never hold their peace day or night. You who make mention of the Lord, do not keep silent and give him no rest till he establishes, until he makes Jerusalem a praise in the earth. Hallelujah. You who make mention of the Lord, you who call upon the Lord, you who approach the Lord, do not keep silent. We are the watchmen on the walls of our families. We are the watchmen on the walls of our communities. And we need to act as such. Do you see why it's necessary to disciple the church? That as we grow and mature, we take on more responsibility. We become more responsible for the things that pertain to Christ, that pertain to the church, that pertain to the kingdom. Hallelujah. As we minister to God as priests, we are enabled to minister to others in the world. Our intercession can be continuous and never-ending until we see the results. You who make mention of the Lord, do not keep silent. Give him no rest until he establishes and makes Jerusalem a priest. Jerusalem can mean anything that you are standing in the gap for. But whatever it is, we need to fulfill our priestly role. Hallelujah. The third role of the priesthood, The first is to minister to God. The second is to mediate between God and the people. In effect, minister to the people by being the link between them and God. The third role of the priesthood is to teach the people to know the ways of God and to live by the ways of God. In the Old Testament, the priests were required to do that. They were required to teach and lead God's people to walk in the laws of God, in the ways of God, in the plans of God. Hallelujah. To walk in righteousness, to know God. The priests were to lead the people by teaching them. And whenever the priests failed in that, you'll find that the people will go astray. That's why it says in Ezra chapter 7 verse 10 that Ezra set his heart to study the scriptures, to do it, and to teach others. Hallelujah. I call it the Ezra principle of le- leadership. The Ezra principle of leadership. He determined to study and know the scriptures, to do what the scriptures says, and to teach others. This is the priesthood in action. Let's turn to Malachi 2 to see what we can learn from Malachi 2. I'll read Malachi chapter 2 from verses 6 to 7. The law of truth was in his mouth, and injustice was not found on his lips. He walked with me in peace and equity, and turned many away from iniquity. For the lips of a priest should keep knowledge, and people should seek the law from his mouth. For he is the messenger of the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. This is very clear. Because this is describing the priesthood. When God set the priesthood up, what he had in in mind. That the law of truth would be in his mouth. That comes through studying the word. Injustice was not found on his lips. Again, practicing the word. He walked with me in peace and equity, living the spirit-filled life, turning many others from iniquity. Leading the people back to the ways of God. It says, for the lips of a priest should keep knowledge. And people should seek the law from his mouth, for he is the messenger of the Lord of hosts. It's very clear that as we minister to God as priests, we fulfill our role concerning the people. But this particular role talks about teaching the people the ways of the Lord, that the priest should know the word and people should learn from the priesthood. We are called to teach the people the ways of God. Whenever the priest departed from this rule, like said earlier, the people go astray and judgment comes upon the land. We are to teach them and lead them. That's the world out there. And I'm saying that this is not just the pastors. It is every believer. The ways of God. When they are swearing at your workplace, It is time for you to show them what the Word of God says. And you cannot be ashamed. Even by your life, you can say, you can speak the Word. Hallelujah. But we are called to lead and guide and instruct our families. It will start in your home, how you instruct your children, how you lead your children. It's time for you to start spending time with your own children. In the Word of God, showing them the right way of living. Hallelujah. But we are to instruct government. Look, that's why I, I, I've been saying that when the church comes to the place where she's meant to be, government will consult with them. I've been to many meetings with government, finding out, trying to find out what is the, the mind and will of God. I've been to so many meetings Concerning that. Why am I invited to those meetings? Or why is the church even being invited to those meetings? Because they know that the church has a contribution. We will bring the mind of God even to the equation. Hallelujah. We are to instruct the saved and unsaved to uphold righteousness and lead them to fear God. We are to be an example by living according to the word of God, showing others hallelujah sometimes we say we can't preach we can't speak out it's okay let your lifestyle let your lifestyle speak hallelujah i will conclude this episode by reminding us reiterating that god is equally accessible to all believers and every believer has equal potential to live uprightly, to minister before God, to serve him as he pleases. This is because we have all been made priests and every believer therefore needs to grow in the priesthood, in things pertaining to God, in standing in the gap with the, uh, between God and the people, and in getting the truth of God's word, God's ways out to others by instructing others, sometimes more often than not through our lifestyle. I read 1 Peter chapter 2 to conclude this because it explains clearly what I have just said. 1 Peter chapter 2, I'll read from verses 4 to 5 and then from verse 9 to 12. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. It says, You are coming to Christ, who is the living cornerstone of God's temple. He was rejected by people, but he was chosen by God for great honor. And you are living stones that God is building into his spiritual temple. What's more, you are his holy priest. Through the mediation of Jesus Christ, You offer spiritual sacrifices that please God. Verse 9. But you are not like that, for you are a chosen people. You are royal priests, a holy nation, God's own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you had no identity as a people, now you are God's people. Once you received no mercy, now you have received God's mercy. Dear friends, I warn you as temporary residents and foreigners to keep away from worldly desires that wage war against your very souls. Be careful to live properly among your unbelieving neighbors. Then if they accuse you of doing wrong, they will see your honorable behavior and they will give honor to God when he judges the world, We will continue with who we are as the royal priesthood next time. I hope you've been encouraged, strengthened, and perhaps even challenged by this message. You may also watch teachings related to this message and other topics on my Let the Truth Be Told YouTube channel, which you can subscribe to. I'd love to hear from you, so please do sign up to our email list at let the truth be told at CedarsHouse.org, and subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss an episode. To find out more about me, Jennifer Abigail Lawson-Wallace, our ministry and the work we do, visit our websites, womenintune.org, quiverprayermovement.org and CedarsHouse.org. You may join our community on social media and engage with us there. This podcast was sponsored by Sublime Gifts, home of elegant, bespoke Christian gifts, from personalized cards and cushions to devotionals and luxury picture frames. Please do remember to visit their website, sublimegiftsuk.com. Thank you for listening and don't forget to download and listen to the podcast. God bless you.